Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I am of course your host as always, Tony Jameson, and joining me is the one and only Rich Owens. Rich, how the devil are you buddy? I'm not too bad, thank you pal, not too bad at all. Um, Definitely not a little bit sunburned, but uh, you know, and nobody else here is either, so everything's absolutely fine. Absolutely not, mate. Absolutely not. Definitely not using an older camera to not show the sunburn <laughs> for those people who are watching on YouTube. For those people who are watching on the podcast, I look immaculate. But for those people on YouTube, yeah, we've um, we've ran a colour filter. Let's just put it that way to uh, mm-hmm. to try and balance that one off. So um, a pleasure, a pleasure, of course, to have you in as always, Rich. But you're not the only person today. Absolutely not. Absolutely oh, no. not. Oh, we are joined by a guest. Everyone, welcome aboard the Mad Scientist Mad scientist, how are you, buddy? I'm very good, thanks. Good to see you guys. Thanks for oh, having me. Mate, it's a pleasure to have you on. And, and I say, I want to call you Mad, right? And I know that's not your name. <laughs> so we'll say hello to Lucas, but I will refer to you throughout this conversation as Mad because that's just that's just how how I've conversed with you throughout <laughs> this time. So so apologies for that. But anyway, genuinely, it's, it's, it's awesome to have you on. Thank you so much for being part of, a, of, of today's show. We've wanted to get you on for a while because... Mm. For the people who maybe don't know, the mad scientist is the brains behind such database creations as FM twenty ones or one or two database, FM twenty twos, ninety two, ninety three database, oh, and I thank you so much for that. But it's not just that, mad. You've got you've got a a CV and a half. Do you want to talk us through some of the other some of the works that you've done? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's gone uh, crazy since I started on this. So uh, for the last five, six years, the databases are getting more and more comprehensive. I'm using a lot of time on them, and uh, yeah, I have a CV so, in some some sort of already. As you mentioned, the 0102 database last year and the 9293 this year. I made the 0607 database, the 0304 database. I've made a 1995-96 database, a 1985-86 database, and a 1966-67 database <laughs> so far. I mean, that, like, you've, you've pretty much covered off all of the best eras mm-hmm. of football. Like, there's not, like, all the normal bases now just seem boring. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> why would you bother playing the modern era? You could play 92, 93 you all can go the, to the time. past. And you know my favourite thing about that as well? The, the so far at the end of it as well. Because yeah. That, that's, yeah. That, that's like, this This is the, the tip of the mad scientist iceberg. There, mm. there are many more, many more databases to be made, which just gets me a bit excited, if I'm honest Absolutely, with you. absolutely. So what... I guess the question that we'll ask first of all is what got you? So, so first of all, what got you into football manager or, or championship manager? I'm presuming you, you may be like us from, from, from the old older generation. What got you into the game in the first place? And then what turned that switch on for you to go, I want to do database creation? Yeah, that's a very good question. And as you said, like you guys, I started with the very first championship manager. I had I had played already some other management football management game before that. But that got my attention from day one, and I just uh, loved uh, playing the, the first installments of, of Championship Manager. They're still no, so nostalgic to me. And I think maybe four or five years after the first release, there started to come some uh, editors on the market. So you can edit a mm. player's name or his age, uh, just little tiny details. And I started toying around with these, with those. And then I actually uh, worked with some other guys on our own editor so we could start editing even more stuff uh, for the Championship Manager game. And I think already back then, 20, 25 years ago, it's so mental to say out loud, mm-hmm. but, but back then, even then, I was nostalgic and brought back some players who weren't in the game back then. So it's been like that the whole time for me. Mm, yeah, it's really amazing. Because like, even then, like, so when you were saying there about the fact that the editor was actually part of the game, I'd forgotten that. And then I remember, and forgive me, listeners, if, if I've told this story before or not, I can't remember if I have, but the only time I've ever used the editor was, I'm pretty sure it was the 0102 era, and myself and a mate, so one of my mates was messing with a guy at his work, 
trying to wind him up because he was the sort of fella that would would believe any uh, any gossip that he'd read in the newspaper that week that a player was going to be signed. And it's usually like he would go for the exotic sign of foreign name, going, "Oh, he's signing in. He's going to be brilliant. Why is that? Just he's got an exotic name. He's going to be brilliant." Like, and my mate was winding him up because he worked for uh, for Nissan, the car factory, and he he decided that day that he was going to tell his mate that Sunderland were about to sign a Dutch player called Hans Van Rental. <laughs> and and his mate was going, I think he plays for PSV, doesn't he? That lad. He's like, yeah, 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 PSV. And so so he's done this for. He's like, have you heard any more about this this Van Rental guy? Like, oh, I don't have any news on it. But, oh no, no. And apparently he's in talks with his with his cousin as well, Peter Van Heyer. He's all oh, right. Oh, he might be in there as well. So. Just for a laugh, me and my mate put Hans Van Rental and Peter Van Heyer into our database. <laughs> it's the only time I've used the editor ever, but uh, I had to share that with you. That's my my only only uh, editing claim to fame, I'm afraid. Brilliant. Mm. But for many years, I only made these databases for myself and my friends, so I can uh, I can uh, relate. Mm. Excellent, excellent. So how and so how long do these do these take then? Like just on on average, I'm guessing that they take more as you go along. So when was the first? database creation of your own i've al- always enjoyed bringing back uh, entire periods of t- from mm. time specific mm. seasons uh, i've tried around with that with, with making some legends databases and and, and 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 things like that but i i mostly enjoy bringing back entire seasons so mm. i think yeah some of those uh, 90s, 90s seasons were some of the first i brought back for me and my friends as well Mm-hmm. I mean, like for us again, myself and Rich, we've spoken about this so much, and this podcast is basically reminiscing more than anything. And yeah, for, for me, I mean, I've waxed lyrical about this. For me, ninety two, ninety three is the greatest season of football ever. Like, I'm forty two now. I was an impressionable twelve, thirteen year old at the time. The Premier League had just been created. Italian football was the greatest football you could possibly imagine with the greatest players playing the best they ever were. Sunday mornings was Gazetta Football Italia. Sunday afternoons was Serie A. I mean, what more could you want? Italian 90 was not long gone. USA 94 was on the horizon. When you when you announced you were doing 92, 93, Oh, genuinely, man! I felt it was—I felt it was a personal present to myself, and I know <laughs> a lot of the community felt exactly the same way. That they all just went, everyone of a certain age just went. Oh, now we're now we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> and please, please don't forget the Euros in '92 as well. Well, well exactly, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Coming off the back of, of the greatest achievement, of course, and and I think that that I mean, presumably presumably the response has been overwhelmingly positive right absolutely i must say so i knew i knew when i started on this database that it was never going to be like the 0102 database that's just an epic game and an epic database in itself with all those uh, legendary players like chano samba and chicago and all those yeah. those players so it will never came to come to that level but the 92 93 the the what do, what can you say the crowd who mm-hmm. who plays with this database? I get some mm-hmm. fantastic DMs from from now and then. I can I can definitely see that it means a lot for people who I can relate to age wise as well for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've 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 been you know if you you know follow people like Matt on social media, you'll see that it it makes my heart sore when I get to see things like when you're retweeting or tweeting things like, you know, there have now been, you know, 30, 40,000 downloads of this database. Like, it just goes to show that there's so many people out there that just have so much time and, and, and love and respect what it is that you do. Like, the amount of database that you've released now, do you, does, do you still get the same amount of enjoyment knowing that people are using your databases? Like now, considering how long you've been doing it for, do you still get the same level of enjoyment from knowing that people in the community are taking what you do and using it and getting such a huge level of satisfaction and enjoyment out of it? Does it mean as much to you now as it did when you first started doing it? Does it the kind of thing you're like, oh yeah, I've just made another great database. Of course, people are loving my work. Does you know how how does that make you feel as somebody who just creates? Well, it's it's a very good question, Rich, and. Uh... 
I must say it's it's all very very much still mind blowing to me that there's so many other fellow nostalgians around. When I released in 2015 by a mistake, actually, I released the first database through Steam, and mm. I started to get some feedback on it. Until that, I only played it with my friends and stuff. And mm-hmm. the feedback led to someone told me, please check out a guy on YouTube who makes videos on Football Manager called Logi Doki. He's using your database. And I, at that point, I, I didn't even know there was something called FM con- content creators around. So that was mm-hmm. mind-blowing. And I think when I made the 0607 database back in 2020, uh, while I was working on it and the whole world got uh, in lockdown, my DMs exploded. Please release the database earlier and please speed it up and stuff. And I usually don't listen to that, but I could understand everyone was at home and, and I released it a little bit earlier. And then my DMs completely exploded. And that's what I have enjoyed most creating these databases. I had messages from all over the world, from Jamaica to Singapore to North America, South America, Europe, all over the world. And that is still mind-blowing to me that there's people playing football manager, first of all, all around the world, and also playing my database. I simply can't understand it. So I answer every DM I get, and uh, it means so much to me still. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome, man. January is, and, I, and you're right, to see how these databases are received, and particularly you mentioned there, lockdown, like mm. people almost demanding that you work quicker. Like like how long on average does, does an average database take you? Because... I'm just trying to work out how much of a massive ask is that to say, we're on lockdown. Can you hurry up, please? Like, mm. I mean, how how long on average would, would a database take to, to be ready for release? Yeah, usually I can't do that. I can't speed it up. I know mm. now what it takes exactly for me. I'm a bit of perfectionist and I won't release the database before it's at a stage that I can be happy with. And that takes me four to six months where I work 12 to 14 hours a day on the database. And that's what, in my opinion, it takes to make a playable database like this. Uh, for this 92-93 database, the latest, I, I, I prepared for two months before the game were released. And then it's t- taken me four months after that to uh, to create, to, to build the, the database. So around six months every time. Wow. Okay. So that's essentially half of the game cycle itself. Mm. Because you've said openly on this cycle that you've only just in the last couple of months started playing FM22 because you're making <laughs> FM92, 93, essentially. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's the thing. I almost enjoyed more being an editor. And that's why the ma- the name fits the character, the mad scientist. Mm. I know it's an, it's close to an obsession to an OCD because I enjoy the editing phase, the grind, all the... De- problems and issues and challenges i enjoy it so much but but yeah i think it's approximately a month ago i started playing fm22 for the first time <laughs> wow just six six months of, of, of somebody's time invested in anything at any level is is quite incredible to be doing it for you know 12 plus hours a day for that length of time as well that's I, I can't. I, 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 I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine something taking over my life to that degree for that much time. It and then the, the, the topper as well to put it out there for people just to say, "Hey, this is what I've done. Please go and enjoy the last six months of my life." Is just for free, mm. just to give people the opportunity to do that as well. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. Like what? What would you say is what? What's your kind of you know? Say you say a couple of months maybe of research and then four months of actually creating the database. What's your kind of favorite phase of that? Do you enjoy the research side of it, or do you enjoy the actual kind of the, the more technical side of things? I would say both. There's there's different periods I I love mm. and enjoy in this uh, creation phase, but definitely the research period because I learn. I learn uh, new stuff every time I dip down to his f- football history. Even mm. though I think I know everything, I learn a lot on the fly. And that's mm. what I enjoy the most because I'm, mm. I'm a historia, historian fanatic. So that, that fits the, the mold when building these databases. But I think the the thing that's, that's my thing is the, 
the creation phase where where I add the players and the attributes and the numbers and which club they played for and all that. I really enjoy that editing phase, which usually will drive a man crazy after a couple of days. <laughs> but I don't know what what it is, but I really enjoy it. Is there any moments during that research phase? Because I'm presuming, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because of course all I am is doing presuming, you're watching football, you're looking at stats from back in the day of like how many games these players played, how many goals they scored, tackles, that sort of thing. You're then comparing them to their in-game attributes when I use the older games to compare. Is there any players that you've looked at and you've just went, there's no way that those attributes are correct. No, 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 no. We're, we're scaling that down or this guy needs a markup. <laughs> like they got him wrong completely. Like, is it, is that, a, is that a thing? Cause I know you, I know you like to try and stay as true to the era, not necessarily to the game. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go through, but being true to the era as much as you can. To maybe adapting players' attributes based on roles that may or may not have existed at the time. Absolutely, uh, it happens a lot. That what you you talked about. It happens a lot. Uh, I disagree to to an extent in how they evaluated the player back then. In some instances, it seems completely random for some players, but but that's also the charm of it. Mm. But I would say uh, for the O one O two database, it was more easy because it had I had to copy all the player attributes, current ability and potential ability from one game to another manually. Mm. It takes time, but that was just moving uh, the information from one game to another. For the 92-93 database, I had to take some choices myself. And mm. and I think the lucky thing is I'm a football... I'm not biased to any clubs, any leagues, mm. anything like that. Uh, so I don't... Uh, I'm not biased to any players or, or teams... Uh, so I think my judgment is uh, what you can say object objective as much mm. as possible. Yeah, because I have to take some choices uh, in some instances with these players for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the thing with 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 what I spotted there with with the database is is it's not it's not objective because every player of that era was so good. <laughs> like, so <laughs> <laughs> That's a good so point. you're looking through it. And you're right, like we've said this before in conversations leading up to, to getting this interview done. This is, for me, the ultimate rose-tinted glasses save. Like, <laughs> because I said, again, this was last year, right? I first got into PvP. I didn't really know a great deal about I didn't play much with with, with edited databases or anything like that. I was saying to to a few people, I said to Mozza, and I think I even said to yourself, as well, man. I was like, you know, it'd be great. Is if is if could you do like a 92, 93 database? And I didn't know how easy or difficult that was. I'm just like, well, trying to get one, right? Like, trying to get a 92, 93 database for for PvP and draft mode. Imagine how mint it would be, like <laughs> arguing about who's signing Bobby Mims, and then and then you just reply by going, I'm actually doing that. Shut up, right? It's, it's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you called it yeah mm-hmm. and then i looked at it and it turned up and i was literally going i need to just spend all like we we streamed it the day it came out four hours on stream and it was and i advanced three weeks in pre-season because everyone's just going check out brian roy yeah good, <laughs> good point let's check out brian roy oh what can andy hinchcliffe do i don't know we're about to find out is ricardo skamaker in he might be yes let's have a look <laughs> Just mate, so much fun, man. So, and as I say, just looking at it, oh, it's just, it's just perfect. It's perfect. I can't, I can't say anything other than, than because even if it's not, it doesn't matter because it's there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a perfect replication of what I think nineties football is. Average players have twenties because, of course, yeah. they do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, that, that's one of the things I enjoy mostly when I turn into a Twitch or YouTube streamer who fires up the database and tells his chat we'll, we'll play a lot of games tonight and he never hits the continue button even once. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy never that happens. so much because that's, <laughs> no. that's really a part of these databases, enjoying the nostalgia like that, just browsing around the, the-, the teams, uh, coming by players you have, me- me- you have forgotten all about. And I can see the the enthusiasm in you guys when you look at those players and that gives me that's the payoff for me completely mm-hmm. 
Rich, what about you, man? Because this is for you. This is great. Wednesday, a, a top flight, decent top flight club at this point. Chris Waddle oh. is, is flying high. Chris Waddle, Chris Woods. You, 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 the so so many. It's it's for me. The second I loaded up the database, exactly like Tony, I was off stream, but I was like, right, this 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 is my day now. This is perfect because I can just mm-hmm. sit here. And I can scroll through clubs, I can scroll through leagues, I can scroll through players, and I can just sit back and I can just remember the good times. Like Carlton Palmer. Just that, 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 that's all you need. Just just Carlton Palmer. Everyone's going, <laughs> yes, yes, Carlton Palmer. Chris what yes, Chris Waddle, exactly. You know, it's it's such a nostalgic joyride. But then again, at the same time, it's you know, there's 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 that there's that old thing, isn't there? There's 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 that wonderful tweet, and it. it's like you know, guys can just sit around naming old sports people and have the best time. <laughs> you've and created this. You've literally but created. But yeah, <laughs> but that's what so much of this is. But at the same time, it's 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 based in reality because there's you know, but behind this this nostalgic one, just this just wonderful nostalgic feeling that you get, you also know that there's hours days months of meticulous research that have gone into it so it's not just like somebody say oh do, 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 do you mind gary penrice wasn't he the greatest striker in the world it's like well i'm just gonna look at his attributes and he was all right but you know but that's based in reality that's based on on the mad scientist sinking six months of in, of his life into into creating this 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 world of of, of beautiful nostalgia but it's 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 also grounded you can't get carried away with it but then again on the flip side of that coin everything in the 90s was wonderful especially in the early 90s world of football so it's 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 in quite incredible quite the incredible thing the thing the thing i found quite exciting about it when playing it on stream because i played the old old one or two off stream and we used it as one of our discord challenges last year so um i got a bone to pick with you about the Bolton save because I didn't do very well with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Oh no, 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 that, that it's all it's all entirely on me. Um, the thing that that we noticed on on the on the O one or two was the wage disparity. Like players mm. would obviously start with really really low wages, but then you'd try to sign them and their wages would hike up. It doesn't seem to be that way in in this version, which is is fantastic. I don't know whether that was a, 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 a football manager issue or not with the actual database itself, but um, but looking at this, looking at this, and and sort of going like, right, we're all ready to go. We're gonna load things up. I'm just sitting and going, right, of course. Right, like just players that you've just forgotten about, <laughs> yeah. and being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all right with this. I can just sit. I don't need to do anything. I'm just gonna. Well, what are you doing today? Like, Mister Jamie Shawn, what are you doing? Just looking at all footballers. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm doing. I'm just, just, just seeing what Gabriel Batistuta is up to. <laughs> exactly. That's it. You know, that's that's what, what one of my biggest things. You know, like you know, my, Mrs. O, she'll be like. You you play football manager, and I don't really care about it. Her, not me. I'm I'm quite heavily invested, and she's like, but it just looks to me like it's just a glorified spreadsheet. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> fundamentally what it is. And then I've, I've tried to explain to her the concept of this, like what we're talking about tonight. So you're talking about a glorified spreadsheet, but it's thirty years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the crux of it. She's like, and people. And people watch you talking about that. I'm like, they do. <laughs> Quite a lot of them do. And she's like, well, you do you. Yeah, as long as you're happy. As like, I am happy. And there's there's literally tens of thousands of other people that are happy doing the exact same thing. Not only I'll go through a player's like, not only will I go through the attributes, I'll be like, the first thing I do after I've looked at attributes is I go career history. And yes. that's mm. that's my jam. That's that's that me, for me too is that's the joy. I'm like, oh. They've played two seasons in uh, in Serie B, and they uh, they average thirty goals a season. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. But again, that that shows the level of detail mm. that we're not just you're not just doing a quick like all right, I'll do ninety two, ninety three, I'll do the I'll do the Premier League, and that's mm. it. You know, because that would some people would have been happy with that. But when we loaded it up and we're pulling up like teams in Norway. And there's players from 92, 93 in Norway. That's not the current Rosenberg and Odds Balcom squads. I'm like, 
oh, he has spent the time. It was never in <laughs> doubt that you'd not spent the time, but it was just like, yeah, of course. Why would you? You wouldn't risk it, would you? You wouldn't be like, oh, here's, you know, a couple of players from modern day. Like, it's just oh, it's those levels of details that, that just, it's that labor of love mm-hmm. that I think shines through. And why, I mean, I guess we probably already know the answer, but why 92, 93? Like, is is it? I'll tell you what, two questions. Why ninety two, ninety three, and why is it your favorite database you've created so far? <laughs> <laughs> two very good questions. <laughs> yeah, because I actually started planning on this ninety two, ninety three database a couple of years ago when I looked ahead and I could I could see that thirtieth anniversary coming up for the very first edition of Championship Manager. I had to celebrate that in some way, just for myself, because I've played. CM slash FM for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I started to look into this season, obviously uh, the 92 Euros with my, my nation, Denmark, uh, won that. But also the, the fir- very first season of the Premier League, called the Premier League, that was epic as well. And th- there's a lot of storylines to go with. And it is also my golden age, just like I know for you guys. Last year, I could see the 0102 database hit a wider specter of, 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 of people. And uh, what happens every time we release a database is people come back to me and tell, hey, it was the period I started watching football. I remember this from my childhood. And that's essentially what the 92.93 database is for me. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's been uh, it's been brilliant to watch, particularly watching people streaming it or PVPing it, who obviously not their generation, not mm. their time. This is like players who are completely brand new. You might as well put the Saturn League on or something, <laughs> and people go, like, I'm not really familiar with the uh, the Galactical uh, <laughs> Division Three. Go, you might, yeah. This is like this is just players from the nineties. Like these players, like so out of anyone's thought process, and even people who are so versed in football. I remember watching the playoffs where of course we used the, the the database to to great effect and of course thank you for for adding that in and we'll 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 discuss that a bit more as well but watching someone like RDF tactics who we love and adore so much mm-hmm. he's got a football brain and then some who'd never heard of Stefan Chapusat <laughs> he didn't know how to pronounce Stefan Chapusat's name Chapusat and because if you've never seen it written down you would never know how I said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noises. Just, just beautiful, beautiful RDF noises. George Wah. Who's George Wah? It's weird. So, so for, for you, like that must be amazing to, to open that world of football up to, to a younger generation who, of course, have never heard of Steve Hodge. <laughs> and therefore never lived it's yeah <laughs> Ian Warren who's Ian Warren it's that's the thing I enjoy that uh, as well as much I think uh, when people write me that they have stumbled upon a player in the save in this database and then don't know him and they have YouTubed him or, mm. or written about him or anything like that That that's, that's what I want to hear that's perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the really lovely thing about especially this year's database is that it's like discovering, you know, it's it's like if somebody introduces you to an old band, for example, and you hear one of their songs and you go, oh, I might go back and listen to some of their albums. Mm. It's like with this database, because it's one of the, the greatest times in modern football, there's no duds there. Like you go back, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to start looking into this player. And it's like, Oh, as it turns out, they were really, really good. And here's loads and loads of really exciting highlights. Or like, we can go back and we can look at this period in football. And the results of that research for for, for younger players are going to be so rewarding. And it's going to open up like a whole new avenue of interests for them from the world of actual football. It's 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 quite an incredible thing. You know, there's there's there's, there's no bad tracks on this album. It's it's, it's... <laughs> It's the back catalogue where all the B-sides are bangers as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just like, this is literally the perfect band, just with the perfect mm-hmm. anthology. And like, what I, what I like, and again, we, we, we've spoken about previously, is that you've stayed really true to, we've mentioned before, specific formations and player roles of that time. So we've joked, particularly in PvP, 
There ain't no fullback. There ain't no wing backs. There's no <laughs> wing backs. There's five. There's five wing backs in the database mm-hmm. <laughs> because wing back wasn't a thing. So was that a conscious decision for you to stick so true to that? Or were you ever tempted to be like, oh, maybe give him a little nudge on the wing back because people like playing wing backs? I usually try to stay as original uh, as possible to uh, to the evaluation of the players that Psy Games have done or IDOS back in the day, just copy the attributes and their information. But yeah, in some instances, instances it's really difficult not to tweak a little bit. But I think it, it came completely natural in this in this case. There's just not a lot of wingbacks back then and uh, also uh, ball-playing defenders. Mm-hmm. Go and search for those guys. There's not a lot <laughs> around. There's a lot of no-nonsense centre-backs, but not the other, other way around. And mm. and then the thing about we are missing the sweeper role in the modern game that of of course also influenced on, on many of the players for, because there was a lot of sweepers around back then, mm. smaller defenders covered by by taller defender, defenders around. Mm. Absolutely. If you know if you'd gone into a if you'd gone into a dressing room in the early nineteen nineties and said right lads what we're going to do is we're going to try and work the ball out from the back we're going to play. We're going to start the moves from the defenders. They would have tried you for witchcraft and put you in the ducking stool. <laughs> that would have been it for you. Or it's, it's game or over. They'd have, or they'd have looked at you and went, "Ah, oh, the goalkeeper can't kick very far, right? Centre backs, you're taking goal mm. kicks. That's what, <laughs> that's what they'd have thought. Playing out from the defence, right? Give it to him, and he's going to boot it really far. Like yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. So it is nice to see that, and again to look at a lack of acceleration across the board for centre-backs who <laughs> yeah. all sort of love the idea of, of running, but not so much at the same time. <laughs> no, not really. Not going to do that running thing. Uh, so that plays a bit of a, a bit of a, a sort of trick in the, in the modern match engine as well, when you've got really, really generational level strikers with high anticipation and acceleration against centre-backs who've got, at best, acceleration of six. Yeah. <laughs> gone. You can, if, if you go back, it's gone. The, yeah. <laughs> bye bye. If you go back and look at if you if you look at the kind of the the uh, the, the evolution of of those attributes, especially the physical attributes of people like defenders, you can really pinpoint when they legally had to stop advertising smoking on the telly. But it's. <laughs> 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 well, the, the thing is, back in that day was when Neil Ruddock was known as a ball playing defender. Exactly. <laughs> what? What? He takes a touch and then whacks it. That's not ball playing defender. Yeah, exactly. Paul McGrath was the cover star of like men's fitness. It was incredible. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Paul McGrath, what's your training schedule? Oh, once a year, <laughs> <Yeah>. best. <laughs> what's your training schedule, Paul? No. Yeah, no. yeah. Like the but the thing I must admit, the, the thing that I like most about about some of this uh this database is player traits. Okay, <laughs> and there's a few absolute belters in here, okay? Because the nineties, for our younger viewers and listeners, might not know, the nineties was an era where goalkeepers weren't just goalkeepers, <laughs> particularly in South America. Yes, goalkeepers. The phrase used to be a goalkeeper is a frustrated striker, but in South America, a goalkeeper is also a striker. Yeah. Enter Jose Chilever from Paraguay, the man who is the record goal scorer for Paraguay, I believe. Renny Higuita, the Colombian famous for the scorpion kick, and Mexico's Jorge Campos. Okay, now, I'm not making this up. Okay, Mad, thank you so much. <laughs> For the player traits of Jorge Campos, the Mexican goalkeeper, whose player trait is attempt overhead kicks. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so fucking true. It's realistic. (laughs) It's 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 mental and based in reality, which are the Mm -hmm. two the, the perfect combination of things. This 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 shouldn't exist, but does because it was real. Yeah, and uh, actually, some years ago, you could assign a player to be a goalkeeper and a striker in the game. You can't, unfortunately, do that anymore. So I had to tweak it up with some traits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, Chilavera's got like 19 for free kicks and penalties. Campos is probably a little bit dialed down, but again, there's like there's like videos of him coming on as a substitute for LA Galaxy as a forward, doing a rainbow flick over a defender to win a penalty <laughs> and then scoring the penalty. 
Um, but my favourite one is Rennie Hagiti, okay, the, the Colombian goalkeeper. Free kick taking of 16, penalty taking of 18, the following player traits. <laughs> you talk about sweeper keeper on attack, runs with ball through centre, gets forward whenever possible, tries to play way out of trouble, runs with ball often, brings ball out of defence. <laughs> He's, he was he's just been sat there and just went player traits. Yes, <laughs> that'll do. Let's go. And the thing about Campos and Ikita is the what the five six or something like that. Both of them, <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> they're like left back size. <laughs> Eccentricity of twenty, and you're like, oh no, this is going to end badly. I was but looking so much forward to, to sign them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was, I was looking so much forward to see how it would look in the mother game engine. Oh, mm-hmm. Does it does it look exactly as you thought? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And 20 for Flair for Campus as well. And he's just mm-hmm. so tiny in that goal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's, there's no ball-playing defenders in this database, but <laughs> ball-playing goalkeeper, you say? Yeah. <laughs> Brings ball out of defence. Yes, boss. <laughs> I've got you. Sorry, Rennie, you're the goalkeeper. Nope. nope. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to need a new role this year. Rush goalie. That's what we're going to need. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but that was a thing back in the night. I don't know if it was a thing in Denmark, but over in the UK, rush goalies when you were at school was uh, one player who was in goal was allowed to roll the ball out and run with it whenever mm. he wanted, as long as whoever was furthest back then went in goal. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, your, so your centre-half was allowed to stand back in goal. He could save the ball with his, with his hands because Keeper's already gone for a runner. So <laughs> he's he's going to have to try and score. Right, defender goes in goal for a bit until Keeper gets back, then you tag back through. So Brilliant. That, that was rush goalies. I um, was one of, the, of those rush goalies myself. Yes. <laughs> oh, you, of course, of course you were. Of course you were. <laughs> yeah, little known footballing fact is actually short for Ian rush goalies. It's not. It's it's, it's not. I thought I thought I had something there, but um, there was a the 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 mountain plaque in America. It was called Mount Rush Goalies at first, and it was it was Hagita, uh, it was Campos, it was Chilavere. Yes. Then they knocked it down and made American presidents. Not as good, mm, yeah. me, personally. <laughs> um, other other traits as well, which I think would have been incredibly nineties. Uh, does blasties would have been good. Mm, yes, <laughs> does please. blasties mm-hmm. hits free kicks with power, hits shots with power. Just does blasties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd take Absolutely. that. Um, couple of questions. Couple of questions. I think we'll do before we go. Actually, no, I'm going to uh, make a question here. You have Palmer shirts in the barrel for our YouTube viewers, of course. Uh, Palmer shirts is that 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 is of course your Twitch save, isn't it? Your your Palmer ninety two ninety three save. Yeah, it is. Any particular reason for Palmer? Is that is that a team that you have a bit of a fascination for? Is it just a a Palmer love for that for that team? Yeah, it's a bit of weird. Dane favorite club is uh, Palmer. But uh, it's been that since 1992. Actually, also a story for 1992. I went to a summer camp in Parma to train for a week or two. I can't even remember. And we had a guest coach, uh, who, which was Faustino Asprilla. And uh, what? <laughs> he, he's been my goat since then. And I've been a Parma supporter since then in, uh, in bad and good times. <laughs> How has this never come up before? <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. We're nearly 40 minutes in the podcast and you've now decided to drop the thing of, oh, so what got you into 90s football? You didn't mention that I was trained by Faustino Asprey. Also as well, you refer to it as my coach, as if it's like your sensei. Like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I was, I was trained by Coach Asprey. Like, <laughs> I can hear that. I can hear that. how that sounds. I mean, that, that... I mean, there, there's the bit that we put out on Twitter. That's really easy. There you go. That's, 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 that's this week's clip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mad scientist, Bezos with Faustino Aspria. <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. You, you were trained by Faustino Aspria. That was it. <laughs> I just became a Palmer supporter since then. I love that. I genuinely love that. Because, again, that Palmer team back in the day was mm. filled, as, as every single Italian team, was just filled with stars. Mm. Um, way beyond anything you could even comprehend now. Like, and I think that that's the thing that I I love about this era of football is people nowadays will talk about like, and they'll say daft stuff like the Premier League is the best league in the world, and it's not. It's barely even the best league in the British Isles, right? But like, it's it's not like you've got one or two teams who maybe got all the best players, but you go to Italy at that time, all of the teams in Italy 
had all of the best players. <laughs> like, literally every single team had 20 superstars mm -hmm. that would have fit in any single team in any other team in the world. And you literally have to go, yeah, that was quite good to watch, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Really good to watch. So you're sitting there as a young child going, I think I'll watch, I think I'll watch this. I'm going to learn something here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just like no one had ever seen anything before, I think at the time. Unheard of. Just unheard of. Just the sheer array of talent at every single club. It's, it's not like it was limited to, you know, big three or big four. It's like it's like looking at Man City's squad now, but then giving all of those players to Burnley. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then and there's a match. Don't worry, we'll just refill the superstars, and that's the level. Like that's yeah. the benchmark for like for talent. There was there was there were no dud teams in Syria. In, in I especially the 90s. I especially enjoy the story about Georgi Hachi, who uh, plays for Brescia in the Italian mm -hmm. Serie, who mm. just got promoted this season, and they buy him from Real Madrid. You don't hear that today. He's, <laughs> he was he was 27 years old. One mm -hmm. of the best players in the world at the time playing at Brescia. Love those yeah. stories. Yeah, and, and not long after replacing Roberto Baggio, who, of course, mm. down there. And, and I think um, Perlo went on to play for Brescia mm. a bit later mm -hmm. on. But you're right, like players leaving the top clubs to go to anybody in, in Italy at the time, just to say you were there. It was, yeah. mm. it was crazy. I remember David Platt joining Bari. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just to go to Italy, and it was, oh, it was amazing times, amazing times. But even the, even the actual the Premier League itself was still full of again potentially nostalgic players more than anything. But we've we we uh, we mentioned during the the FM playoffs that because of the database and because of the players that are in it, we struggled to find anyone who had a bad team. <laughs> like it was literally <laughs> the the database was just there. Everyone's picking twenty players, and we looked around us going there's still about 19 teams worth of players left <laughs> that we could have all had and we could have all had brilliant teams. Like it was just so much fun, like getting people like, I mean, I was straight. I was like, I've got to be part of this. I've got to be in there. This is my era getting Ian McIntosh. I mean, that must've been felt great for you personally to get McIntosh in there using your database and telling stories. And then of course, getting yourself in to do, to do comms. I mean, how did that make you feel to see that, play out your creation being used in, in that in that environment yeah that that night or that though that week all those days that uh, player fm playoff week uh, meant a lot a lot for me I, I saw it as a celebration not for me but for the for the database it was what i hoped i wished for would happen and uh, that fm playoffs i just enjoyed from the start to the to the end seeing people drafting on the database had this uh, different tactics and philosophies and stuff I enjoyed it all the way. It was magnificent for me to see. Mm. Yeah, it was cool, man. I think it was really, really well received as well. Like Rich, mm. you were you were part of that. You, you were sort of in the uh, in the comms mm -hmm. team and and just just watching potentially people. I want to say myself voting and and drafting entirely <laughs> with my heart and not with my head. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was such uh, and and the, the the lovely thing about the playoffs that we when we we use the ninety two ninety three database. The really, really nice thing about it is that you, there was just such a wonderfully diverse group of people taking part in the playoffs. And just, just mm. in terms of, you know, just in terms of age, like you've got, you know, guys like you've got Tony, you've got like Ian McIntosh who have lived through it. And this is, as, as we've said, it's the rose tinted draft. You're like, I, I must sign these players because I, I love them. And I remember them from the nineties and I just remember being in awe of them. And you've got that and you've got the opposite end of the spectrum. You've got the younger lads who are in there who in some cases probably weren't born when when mm. in the 1993 season and they're just going through it like right okay so what attributes do we need how, how can we work around this how can we work around this it, it's it's rdf trying to say chap you sat it's it's just it's just it's just it's there was such a wonderfully diverse like just spectrum of people taking part and with their level of involvement with the game from before and getting to just you know the thing that i loved about it is getting to sit back and judge people on it which is you know that's that's my remit you know i i, you know, I, won't, I won't take part but i'll tell you how bad how bad you are at it just to justify the voting with my head rather than <laughs> voting with my heart rather than my head um i'm the guy who drafted gary penrice 
and then drafted Alan Shearer. Like, as if to go, like, I'm getting Gary Penrice because Shearer will still be on the board. <laughs> oh, exactly. exactly. When we did, you know, we, we when we did TJ versus the community, the last month's competition, and we used the 92-93 database, during the shortlisting phase, I shortlisted Chris Waddle and then just sat there for four minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> so, well, I've, I've done it now. And I the, rest pick, the rest yeah. will pick itself, right? And I didn't, I didn't pick him till about round fifteen. <laughs> I, uh, we'll work I, it. I got, I got a message from uh, from SNG who sent me like a little sort of shortlist going. Like, oh, these are some players that you might want to look at, and um, and Vishkanyo was on it. Who is oh, mm. oh, oh, um, and I, I looked at him. I was like, yes, yes, we need to get him in. And I got a message at the end after drafting. He's like, why didn't you draft him? I was like, I'll be honest, couldn't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was literally on my screen and I couldn't, I didn't think to copy and paste it. I was like, can't spell it. No. <laughs> Don't know. Looking and typing. It's not the Tony Jameson way. How dare you? Rule Fox. <laughs> Seven letters. Just a Fox, F-O-X. Just a Fox, yeah. <laughs> question we've got question we've got from the community as as rich has mentioned tjfm versus the community chris tamble on twitter what has gareth southgate done to offend you so badly (laughs) (laughs) yeah first of all i can definitely understand that question it's not the first time i've been asked asked that question and nothing to uh, to be frank um I went with some of the older attributes for Southgate and uh, to come back to, we talked about earlier, some of the defenders were really slow. I think it comes down to that again. If you see, take a look at Tony Adams, for an example. He has 20 heading, 20 jumping, 20 positioning. If they have given him 15-15 in pace and acceleration, it would have been completely crazy. So that's mm. why they try, yeah. try to tone it down. And that, that's the thing in, in wider scale with Southgate because his mental attributes are close to world class. His mm. his uh, physicals are decent as well, but his technicals are ridiculous. They're really really bad. But that was how they rated him back in the day. So I chose to go with some of the older attributes for him because it was before he played a lot of international caps and and such. So no personal hit on Southgate from me. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you hated that pizza, yeah, advert, I can understand. which is which is fair enough. It's it's, it's absolutely diabolical. <laughs> Yeah, and you did beat uh, Denmark in uh, last year's uh, Euros. So, uh, yeah, I could have an, a motive for that. Mm, that seems fair. That seems fair. I can't, of course, take any of the uh, blame for that, being a, a noted Scotland fan. Um, <laughs> former Aston Villa fan, however, I could take exception. But um, question as well from Lou P. Fiasco. Who is your favourite player to use in the game? Oh. Yeah, the obvious one would, of course, be my favorite player of all time, Faustino Sprilla. And he is one of those I'm trying to sign every time if I'm not Parma. But I found one I think is one of the best gems in the database. And it surprised me. It's it's Sabri Lamushi. He's a Frenchman. Ooh, and he plays, in the, shout. <laughs> he plays in the French League 2, I believe. And you can bring him in in the first season mm-hmm. for 250k. And he covers four positions naturally. And I've seen him five eight seasons in you you can go and get him for every save and use him for something so he's actually one of the my favorite players to use in the database so far sabri lamushi is such a great shout like i used to buy him all the time and you know what he is the 92 93 version if i was playing all one or two of vikash Durasho. oh the, uh, yeah the i used to always buy him because he was essentially, he did everything Lamushi used to do. And I was like, he seems relatively the same player. I'm going to get him. <laughs> Lamushi. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Rich, can you beat Sabri Lamushi? No, no, I can't. No, can't. No, can't. no, I can't. <laughs> Straight up. Just the answer is no. No, I can't. No, no when you're beaten. Um, mm. I'm not going to top Lamushi. Not gonna I was it. I was expecting Romario, but Lamushi, I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm bang on that. I'm bang no. on that. Like, um, Fraser Lloyd-Davis, Peter Shilton, player manager. Need I say more? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's amazing. That's fantastic. A story to uh, the creation of Peter Shilton on this database. For his career uh, history, it goes from 1965 to 1992, <laughs> yeah. and it took me 45 minutes just to add his his playing, playing career. That was crazy, but I enjoyed it all the way. 
I love the I fact own? that I love the fact that Peter Shilton is therefore technically featured in every single one of your databases. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he could do that. That's fantastic. And the player manager side of it, that's just uh, romantic in some sort of for us who remember how it was then mm. back then. I think there's four or five player managers in the Premier is League and, and one in, Is he still? Glenn Hoddle is, is in mm. the first division for Swindon mm. the season yeah. got promoted, yeah. But that, that's something you never see uh, in modern days. So uh, that's so much fun. Love a player manager. I absolutely yeah. adore a player manager. Bring bring it back. More and of that kind of thing, please. Sheffield mm. Wednesday do have a player manager from the beginning, right? Isn't that Trevor Francis or something? Yeah, Trevor's yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah it's, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I want somebody... Like it, it's it's just that really like endearing mental image of just somebody on the touchline that angry they just yeah. drop trout to reveal a pair of shorts like I'll do it myself yes that happened yeah. or, or or someone who's that distrusting in his players that he starts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to imagine but it's it's kind of a, they're not a tracksuit manager they're a suit manager <laughs> but they've got the kit on underneath and you can just you can see it. super the superman it yeah <laughs> 70 minutes in one down you they can either superman it or they can do it like a bad day where like, they're sort of taking their yeah. time they're getting stuck and they're having to unbutton a cufflink <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly t- taking their shoes off and getting stuck oh, has anyone any shin pads I've yeah. not... <laughs> and their, their really browbeaten wife just walks onto the touchline if you had a bad day at work don't want to talk about it don't want to talk about it yeah I lost as a manager and lost as a player that's two yeah. defeats today yeah. <laughs> it's not fun it's not fun but um what's the plan then mad what's the plan going forward do you have any more future plans yeah what i have done uh, for most of the database i've created is ask my followers i post a poll and ask people which season do you want me to make and i go with the most popular one except for the the last one the 92 93 database i picked that myself so ne- next year uh, I would have left it up, left it to my followers again. But for the last two votings, one particular season came in second, very close to the to the winning winning seasons, and that's the 09-10 season. So I'm listening to the, the demand, and when I actually mm-hmm. when I uh, official uh, when I announced I was go- going to make the 92-93 season, my DMs got overflooded with people who said we want the 09-10 season. So I know there's a huge demand for that. So that's the quiet. That's the front runner right now. But initially, I thought 2009, that's yesterday. That's not retro at all. That's not, uh, I don't understand it. But I'm no. sure there's some, uh, some storylines in there. That, that but I'll, make... I'll ask my followers one more time. That would make Excellent. me very happy on a personal mm. level. That would make me very, very happy. That's 09010. That's, that's my jam. What was happening on 09010 for Wednesday at the time? Oh, we won't talk about that. Uh, okay. just, 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 just <laughs> abject misery. Just abject misery. Um, I think that that oh nine oh ten. I think that was that was dark days of championship football. I think clinging on to the championship went. Yeah, I think got relegated in ten eleven, then back up in eleven twelve. So yeah, a rough period in football. Just purely for me because I know there was. I think Bogdan Stanku was a uh, was a wonder kid back then. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in the very, very, very early FMT days, when uh, when there were some really, really interesting names uh, for episodes being thrown around, um, I've messaged Matt Bogtan Stanky very much as a, an episode, and and he went, "Is there only one ever got a positive response from Matt?" I was like, oh, "It's like, yeah, that's good. Actually, that's really so strong." Never used it, did we? <laughs> never used it. Uh, Alan, never used Alan, it. St- Alan Stoiker as well would have been in that database, mm-hmm. I think. So. And Carlos Vea as well. That was. That hey, we're, do, we're, doing, we're doing your work for you here. Yeah, man. This is pra- oh my God. People are coming. Why aren't you taking notes, Matt? Come on. <laughs> Look, the mad scientist, we've got the daft northerner and Rich. So this is easy. Hello. <laughs> oh, mate. Like, genuinely, we could sit and, and chat 92, 93 mm. all night long. But we did ask one favor of you, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. We said, yeah, yeah. Um, can you, can you give us. Five, and this is not this is not just five from the original database. Well, the original nineteen twenty three database, because of course, at time of recording, there is now an expansion pack. There is Holland and Portugal. Some team in Holland was quite good in the nineties. If you want to play with them, you know, 
that's fine. They've got one or two half-decent prospects kicking around in their reserves. Um, if you were to pick five teams to say you must manage these teams on your database, who would they be and why? So I will base this on my own saves. I already had a bunch of saves on this database, and the the, the saves I had most fun with was for once uh, Bordeaux in France. Bordeaux uh, has just got, pro- got promoted this uh, this season. They went down for one season to the league there and came back. And they do have a Sinedine Zidane in their team, Big Centre Lizarazu and Christophe Dugarry. So they had three players to base your team and build around. And I had so much fun with doing that. So Bordeaux is my first shout. Very popular from the Bordeaux region of uh, France, I, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had, we had a TGFM versus the community uh, in in FM twenty one, where we picked Bordeaux, and I and I'd said, and everyone thought I'd said this as a daft thing. I was like, this is clearly a knowing joke. And I was like, a team from the Bordeaux region of France, Bordeaux, and of course it stuck us. <laughs> are they from the Bordeaux region? Yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Bordeaux, I love it. I love the fact the Bordeaux's in there. Okay, excellent. Um, who else have we got? Then I had a brilliant save with Blackburn who also just got promoted to the mm. English Premier League at the time. And they do have that 21-year-old Alan Shearer to build for the future. And uh, they don't have the strongest team in the English uh, Premier League, but they do have some components to to build forward on, especially Shearer, for, for sure. Mm. I've got Graham Lasso as well, haven't they? He's an exceptional uh, left wing back. Is he on there at the time, or is he still? Oh, Chelsea? he's at Chelsea. I think he's at Chelsea yeah. actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had Stuart think- Ripley who played fantastic oh. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Did they have a lot of money as well, Blackburn, at that time? Because proportionally, I suppose to compared to other teams, they may have had a bit more cash. Yeah, they they don't have a lot of money compared to some the mm. most of other teams in the Premier League, but they do have enough mm. uh, to make to to make some signings for sure. Okay, okay. Blackburn's there. Blackburn's there. Who else have we got? Then we have uh, we go to the Spanish La Liga and we go with Sevilla. Sevilla was my very first save because they have Diego Maradona, Davo mm-hmm. Suco and Diego Simeone. That's uh, three players again to base your team on. And they were a mid-table team back then in Spain. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of, lot of uh, fun to have with that. And try to get a crack on Maradona to get the best out of him. Uh, that's not the easiest part every, every time. He's difficult mm. to manage that Maradona. He's, yeah, yeah. he's a tricky little nipper. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen it in, in several drafts, people having mm. uh, trouble with, with managing him. Yeah, I can't think why. No, um, no, it's really, Media description is just scamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, bit narky. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't like doesn't like early mornings. Mm. Um, there's some hidden yeah, there's some hidden <laughs> he, attributes in there for Maradona. Oh, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Easily agitated. <laughs> um okay, so Blackburn, Bordeaux, Seville. Mm-hmm. And we then need to go to uh, to Italy. And take a look at Fiorentina for once. We got that the Gabriel Batistuta up on top. That's enough for one save, right? But they also <laughs> yeah. do have uh, Brian Laudrup and and the German Stefan Effenberg, three world class oh, players. Mm. Other other than that, they they don't have the strongest team, but they're not even playing in Europe or anything. So there's lots of time to to build on that team, and that's a lot of fun because the Italian Serie, as you said many times, Tony, were world class back then. There's no easy matches at all, so it's a, a good good challenge. Effenberg's mm. such a baller on that database as well. Mm. In PvP mode, oh, oh, yeah. If you Bargain can lock Effenberg well. down, yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So Laviola are in. Yes, yes, we're please. Up to, we're up to pick number five. What's pick yeah. number five? Let's jump over to the Scottish Premiership and uh, a shout like Aberdeen in real life. Never heard of, they, never heard never of, heard of them. Never heard of them. No. Ever managed that, Tony? Ever, ever oh, had a go? No, no, no. <laughs> no God, God, could just, you imagine? Uh, just, went on, just went on holiday for two years. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Let me. Uh, Aber, Ab, Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Am I saying it right? Aberdeen sounds quite right. Yeah. Yeah, you've heard of them, Tony. From from the Aberdeen region of France, <laughs> the wine making region of Scotland. Aberdeen. Yes. <laughs> it's where Buckfast comes from. <laughs> 
Sorry, Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Yeah. I, I had a very, I had an ill-fated managerial career with them in uh, FM21, so we skipped past it. <laughs> in real life, in '92, they ended in second position in the Scottish Premier League, uh, just between Rangers and and uh, and Celtic, of course. So I think that that's a funny challenge as well. They have some older Scottish legends around still, uh, but uh, a striker partnership uh, of Miksu Patelainen in the Finnish and Duncan Shearer. Oh. <laughs> Loving that, loving that. And also as well, a little spot as well, Duncan Ferguson is still at Dundee United. And yes. he's, oh, he's angry. He's very <laughs> angry at 19. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I love, the, I love the sound of all of those. I love the sound of all of those. But the reason we've asked you to do those is, as you know, we have a one-season wonder challenge as part of our Discord community. And we don't have a challenge this month. Mm. So mad. We would very much like to use your database for a challenge. So please feel free to address our community. What is the one season wonder challenge that you want people to undertake using your 92, 93 database? Who are we managing for one season and why? Thanks for doing this with my database, first of all. And uh, thanks a lot. It's a huge responsibility to choose your monthly challenge and uh, by the reaction of Aberdeen, I'm tending to go with Aberdeen for the month. <laughs> You're an evil man. You're an evil, evil man. <laughs> I want to see that live stream, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> he was serious as well, wasn't he? He's serious. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was me thinking it's going to be like, oh, you know, it's going to, it's, it's had to be Italian. It had to be an, an Italian team. It's Aberdeen, it, it, isn't it? It, it, could genuinely it could be Fiorentina, but what do you think, Rich? Oh no, 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 Matt, this, this is this is all you, my man. I, 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 I personally, I would be happy with any of the five. Yeah, any of yeah. the five. Yeah. I, I think you, those five teams. I think they they suit the monthly challenge format very, very, very nicely. But you know, it, this is this is your baby. This is your remit. Any of those five, my friend. Where do you want to go? I would pull the, say pull also the, pull the trigger. It's happening. I would say also any of the five because the the difficult challenges in their own rights. All those five saves. I would like to see them all. So it's it's difficult for me to to choose. Uh, but I like the reaction when I said Aberdeen. So uh... Aberdeen Aberdeen does it for me. We've mm-hmm. we've not done Scotland. We've not done Scotland on FM twenty two. So you know no. what? You want you want you want Aberdeen win the Scottish Premiership first season. Stay in the Scottish Premier League with Aberdeen. <laughs> Survive Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Okay, there you go. That's that's a challenge. That's the challenge right there. Then, so it's one season with a club that apparently exists, a club called Aberdeen, hmm. using the ninety two ninety three database. Mad, I love it. I genuinely love it. We'll put the links to the database. Of course, in the description below and links to all your your socials and that. Speaking of which, where can people find you? Where can people find you on social media? And of course, your databases, Patreon as well to support you because you're doing amazing work, quite frankly. So uh, plug yourself away, my man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it so much. And I'm very happy to uh, that you wanted to have me on, on the show. I appreciate that so much. Uh, if people search for The Mad Scientist FM on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all around Steam, where all my my uh, my databases are released on, I also have a website. Go search for it. Uh, and Patreon as well. The Mad Scientist FM, you'll find me. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, as I say, everything's in the links down below. So do go and show The Mad Scientist some love, even though he's been a bit of an evil bugger with uh, Aberdeen. <laughs> but we'll let him off for that one. I hope you're going to play I hope you're gonna play this, uh, this, this uh, challenge as well. So it'll be interesting to see how you get on at the same time. Because, um, yeah, you, you've got the little inside track on the play as well. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. Um, Rich, do you want to do some plug-in as well, mate? Um, normally, I would. I, normally, I plug myself. Um, but I think if there's one person in the FM community that you can afford to support in any capacity, it's Mad Scientist. Mad Scientist has a Patreon. Mad Scientist does such a ridiculous amount of work every single year to bring us these just incredible databases. The man is an absolute machine. Please just, just click on that man's Patreon. He, he deserves it 10 times over. So the hell with me. 
go follow Mad Scientist on his platforms, donate to his Patreon, do anything you can to help support him. Because without him, there would not have been this episode, there would not be this database. What a dude. Pay the man. That's what they're saying. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know what, Mad? It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for going on. As I say, thank you so much for all your work. And of course, please do come back uh, in the future. Let us know how you're going with this challenge. And of course, we'll talk to you about next year's save as well. Plus, I'm sure we'll do a much more PvP with uh, with your database. So again, we look forward to welcoming you back to TJFM versus the community for that. We will, of course, say, hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please follow the podcast on Twitter, which is at FMT pod. Of course, we're also available on YouTube now, which is youtube.com forward slash football manager therapy. Cause we've got our own proper custom URL and everything now. So thank you so much for everyone who supports us there. As I say, thank you as always for your support. We'll see you all very soon on another episode of football manager therapy. Mm-hmm.